I believe you come to receive. That's so? Yes. So you will not be disappointed. That's what it takes. Just you receive the word of God by faith. You have your heart ready and God speaks to you. One word from him can change your life forever. It's one word. One word received by faith can change your life forever. You know, the more I look at the scriptures, the more I see how much God wants us to experience his glory. His glory. His manifest presence. And it's not just when you come together, but in your own personal life on a daily basis. God called us to live a victorious life. Doesn't matter what we, we deal with, we day after day, but if we can have our focus on him, and our hearts are focused on what he wants us to do, or look at this, what he has done for us, that's our victory. Prayer actually becomes such a wonderful experience every time, and it's not once in a while when you pray, you find that you live a, a, a life of prayer. And, and it's, not, it's not confined uh, to church or to your time in the morning when you, woke up, you, you wake up or in the evening when you're about to sleep, but it becomes part of you. And you'll ask the Lord, questions. Uh, look at this. Let me, let me say it in this manner. There, there is a prayer that, you know, you can speak to the Lord uh, like, you know, like, Father, we do thank you and praise you, worship you. Can, you can do all that. But there is a, an inquiring kind of prayer that you are, you're in your day-to-day activities and you can ask, Lord, will you please let me know what this is? And then you can hear something, and he, he can tell you something like, uh, do you remember when uh, such and such happened? Then he said, oh yeah, Lord, uh, I, I remember that. I remember that. What does, this, what does that to do with this, what, with that which I'm facing? Yeah, if you pay attention, I'm going to tell you what this is. That's a conversation. Why would he be called a father if if we don't think in terms of a, a conversation, if you really know your father, your earthly father loves you, you have conversation with him. And he's our father. And, and by the way, even sometimes, even tongues, you can, be, you, you can pray in tongues and come to a place that you can hear him saying something and you say it back and it's more of a conversation. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that, Lord. And get it, brother. Say, bro, share the case. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And what follows? Thank you. Oh. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, Sekida Bastake. Now, natural people think like they lost their mind. I like when people think that way. I lost my mind because it means I'm gaining more the mind of Christ. I like someone who will speak to me. And that's exactly what God is to us. He speaks to us. And we have a conversation. I'll tell you something. 
prayer becomes a wonderful experience. And you'll never have, uh, you'll never have to, 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 you know, uh, what people say, I'm struggling in prayer. Let me see if I can say, it's not the only thing, but I think this is the main thing. One of the main things. Uh, a person say, like, I'm struggling in prayer, is because they have the wrong focus. I'm struggling in prayer because they have a wrong focus. The wrong focus. You see what I'm saying? Let me give you an example. Ah, I hope this natural example can be able to, to, to say something to you. Think about this. If I say that I'm having a difficult time talking to my wife, Tina, it's a wrong focus. Why? There's a... And this is, this is usually the focus in a, in a relationship. Can I say my marriage relationship? Girls, you'll get married one day. Uh, this, is, this is the main thing in the marriage relationship. I'll put an example of that. I'm being selfish. Because if I am really, I am, let's talk of believers. You know, unbelievers is, don't believers leave them out there. You understand? Uh, they have their father. Uh, it's called the devil. But believing God to come so that they can know the true father. But look at this for a believer. If, if I'm focusing on myself, then I'm being selfish. If I really want this relationship to work, I can talk to Tina in such humility. Even if she's mad. I say, sweetheart, uh, that's fine. But I really want to talk to you. What's that? I'm turning my focus from myself to this relationship. First to God because he says that I walk in love. And then secondly to a relationship with my wife that it has to work. Are you all kept quiet? Are you having difficulty in relationship with people? Check out your focus. You know, there are people who say, I cannot, I cannot stand being around that person. Why is that so? I just don't know. I just don't like them. Really? Why is that so? You can choose to walk in love, no matter what happens. Easy said, but here comes when you really want your life to be changed, is, is you have to get to the word of God. I tell people, Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 13, 4 to 8 from the Amplified Bible and read it over and over again. And read it over and over again and check out your attitude towards that person. Until you are being changed from the inside and you feel like, you can meet with a person and you feel like, wow, I just love you. I just love you. Am I, am I talking from the moon and you are the other side of the stars? Oh, 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 that's comprehensible. Has God called us to walk in love? Huh? I remember he says this. Let's go to Mark chapter 11. I want us to pray tonight. Mark chapter 11. Look at verse 25. Are you there? 
Mark 11:25. And sometimes when you stand praying, if you have anything against one, you know, depending on the circumstance, forgive them. You see what he says? Huh? You say that's exactly what he says, that's all? Yes. Are you all paying attention? Is that what he says or not? Oh, that, that's why I'm, 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 I want you to pay attention to my, to my words. I, I did, uh, I, I, I travel and I have my two nephews who are teenagers. I think they are, oh yeah, 16 and 18, I think so. Anyway, coming to the youth. But youthful stage. So I carried some DVDs, movies to watch. We ended up watching only two. Because I'm not a movie person. <laughs> but the first one, no, yeah, two, three, actually. The first one I, I, I put for them to watch was, uh, I don't know if you know Captain Phillips. Anyone who's watched Captain Phillips? Only you? Only some few people. Captain Phillips is uh, the pirates. What? Uh, what? what? In, in Somalia, you know the Indian Ocean. There are pirates that had actually, what is the word? Not captivated or ejected. Uh, it's the right word. Anyway, uh, uh, a ship. And therefore, it has a lot of action. Action. Now, these are Somalis and these are Americans. And action in the ocean. So I think my, I see my nephews, they are just. They just watch it. So that was the first night. I wanted them to experience action. The second night, I brought in another one called the Jonathan Sperry. What do you call it? Jonathan Sperry something. Anyway, that one you have to pay attention. I kind of observed. They are not so <laughs> the action they were this way. But the, the one the paying attention, I told them, this is the reason I started with the action one, but I want you to I want to train your ears to hear. Very important. Look at this, verse 25. And whenever you stand praying, sometimes if anything comes, anyone has anything against you, you have to consider if you'll forgive them or not. Is that what he says? And whatever you, whenever, whenever, whenever. So what is our first response? Oh God, I forgive. I forgive. I forgive. I mean, Christian people, we could have had such good relationship with each other because we are forgiving people all the time. Why? This is a hindrance to answered prayer. God doesn't waste his words. He just didn't put these words here for the sake of it. To fill the book. It means exactly that. Whenever you stand praying, oh God, oh, oh, forgive me. I really, I really know for sure when you're in that presence, you will know, oh God, forgive me. Oh God, forgive me. That was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. Forgive me. And thank you for the blood. I confess that sin. I was wrong. Whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him. And then he says that your Father in heaven may also forgive you 
forgive you your trespasses, but if you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive your trespasses. So can we say, Father, this evening, as we are in your presence, we forgive anything against anyone. We forgive them by faith. And we thank you for your love in our hearts. In Jesus' name. Amen. That's, that's very important right there. Of us releasing forgiveness freely. I forgive. I forgive. We train ourselves over the years. Tina, since we got married. And on, you know, if I did something and she doesn't like it, she'll just look at me and say, I forgive you. I was asked one time, do you all deal with issues? What issues do you have to deal with if you've forgiven each other? There are people who say, we want to get into the depth of issues. What depth are you looking for? Uh, If this relationship has to work, we get into depth. How did it start? What were you thinking? Why did you think that way? (laughs) That's prayer, people. We are talking about prayer because there are hindrances to prayer. And a big one, Jesus here puts it, is is unforgiveness. The Lord has made it possible, everything possible for us to enter into his presence. He's made that possible, people. He's made everything possible for us to enter into his presence. He has made it possible for us to receive every promise. That's how gracious he is. That's how good he is. He's made it possible for us to receive every promise, whatever the promise is. Whatever the promise is. What we need to develop is uh, uh, simply we develop trust. Trust. That whatever God says is the truth. So we develop that trust. Now we trust God. I trust you, Father. Have you ever thought why is it sometimes it's difficult to trust God? You'll have doubts. Doubts that actually is. You don't trust him that he's able to do what he says he'll do. Do you know why? Can, can you think of one of the reasons? I mean, why sometimes that will happen? Let me make, make a statement here. Because we have believed a lie. Because we have believed a lie. That's why our dependence on the Holy Spirit is so important because he's the spirit of truth. In fact, he's called the spirit of the reality. Example. Example, I'm giving example. If I listen to Martin, an example, tells me about, you know, Miss Ruth did this and this and this is what she said and all concerning you and all that. Then I accept his word as the truth. I take that without even hearing her part or without questioning if he's telling what he's telling me is the truth or not. It's true or not. Then I meet with her and she starts telling me something because of that seed. 
that has been sown and have accepted it as the truth or has been true, it will affect me trusting her. You see what I'm saying? So then, then the, the true picture that we need, we need to have a true picture of things then, we must rely on the Holy Spirit to show us things the way they are. He is the spirit of truth. Let's go to uh, uh, John chapter 16. Somehow, somehow, I go to this scripture. In many of my teachings. Because <laughs> I go into it every day in my own time. And I mean exactly that every day. Every day. So for, for us to see the promises of God being fulfilled... And when you come in faith, we're coming in faith, or coming, yeah, coming in faith, or coming by faith before God, is, is because we know he's true to his word. When we ask anything in his name, he hears us. In the name of Jesus, he hears us. Now look at this, uh, verse, verse 13. Let's start verse 12. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. Who is a hindrance? And look at this. Oh, come on, look at this here. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. Now think about this. If he's talking to us now, do you know Paul spoke to a church that way? The church of Corinthians, uh, of the Corinthians, he spoke in that manner. This is what it means. Look at this. He says, however, when the spirit of truth has come. So if God or Jesus is speaking to his church now as who are supposed to be spirit-filled, this is what he means. I still have a lot of things to say to you, but you cannot receive them now. This is the reason. You are not living a spirit-filled life. You are not spiritually minded. You see that? What did he say? That I have so many things. So, so he's, look at this. It's not the source it's the people who are supposed to be receiving the word who are now, they've stopped. They've put a limitation right there. God says, on my part, I have no limitation. I can, I can, if you can receive it, if you can perceive it, I will release it to you that moment. That moment. Because this, on my part, I'm not withholding anything from you. But he says, this is the, the, you cannot receive now. You cannot bear them now. Oh, hold right there. Let's, let me show you what I've just said in 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Look at this verse, verse, verse 1, 3 from verse 1. And I, brethren, could not speak to you or to spiritual people, but as to carnal, as to babes in Christ. <laughs> spiritual people are what? Spirit-filled. Huh? Come on now. Spiritual people are spiritually minded. Is that so? Yes. So he says, I cannot speak to you as spiritual people, as spiritual minded people. I cannot speak to you in that manner. Why is that? It's because people are spiritual people, but as to carnal. You're carnal. You're fleshly. You are fleshly minded. 
Romans 8, 5 to be, Romans 8, 6 to be carnally minded is death. To be spiritual minded is life and peace. So he says, I can't speak to you as spiritual people. Why is that so? Because you are carnal. You ask to babes. Uh, but not to spiritual, but as to carnal, as to babes in Christ. I fed you with milk, not with solid food, for until now you are not able to receive it, and even now you are still not able. His Apostle Paul says this, it's not me who can speak, it's your inability. That is restricting. That uh, for, for you to receive uh, what God has in store. Uh, as, as made available for you. For you're still carnal. And then he says this, here it is that you should know that you can remember whenever you stand praying, you do what? Forgive. So he says this, this is, this is one of the characteristics of carnality in your life. For your, where, where there is envy, say, forgive me, Lord. <laughs> Strive. And divisions among you. You are, are you, among you, are you not carnal and behaving like mere men? What is it? For when one says I'm of Paul, another of Apollos, are you not carnal? In other words, you're not living a spirit-filled life. One of the major carnality in our, in our, in our even, let, let me see this, even in our Christian church in Kenya is tribalism. That causes division. Tribalism. I'm talking about the church. The world doesn't know. You understand? They should know better, but they're blinded. But I'm talking about uh, a, a spirit-filled church, the body of Christ. Tribalism. Let's go back to our text in John 16. Did you see the point there? So what does it mean? All these, again, they become as hindrances in our effectiveness in prayer. Uh, have you thought about this? Or let me bring this thought to you. Then, the cure for it, this all, what you've seen here, is love. Because envy, strife, division, all those have to deal with uh, a selfishness. In simple, simple ways, I'll call selfishness is thinking about myself and no one else. Thinking about myself or no one else. Okay, let's go to verse 13. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. Remember what the illustration that I was giving about trust. Uh, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. I really so encourage you to stay in the spirit and pray, and this may be a reality to you, especially concerning your family members. He will show you things to come. Mama, he will speak to you concerning your children. You will know things. Do you know what I'm saying? You will know, th you will know things even concerning your family members. The Lord will speak to you. He does. Oh my goodness to me. And, 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 and I tell Tina, you know what, uh, honey? I just heard this from the Lord. And I, I write it down. I remember last year, at some point, uh, uh, I, I, I told Tina, we need to pray to, for Auntie so and so. Uh, 
<laughs> we need to pray for Auntie Saul. So, uh, I can tell the Lord has impressed me that she's going home to be with the Lord. She didn't stay for long. Remember, Auntie Mama Perry. She didn't stay for long. She was gone. In fact, I said we need to pray, and I, I really started praying for her more. And I thought, at some point, I thought, God. I think it was November last year, or October. She wanted to be with the Lord in November. And I hadn't seen her for some time. And, uh, and I said, Lord, I wish I'd be able to see her over Christmas. <laughs> but by November, she was gone. But I woke up one morning and the Lord uh, just put it in my heart. I knew it, that she was going home. It show you things to come. Will you say, like, so what, what about you stopping her from going? No, the Lord didn't tell me that. She was a mature woman. Again, you see, you have to ask the Lord what he'll tell you concerning the situation. If he tells you, I want you to stop the enemy from doing this, that's fine. But if, if it's just uh, it's, uh, so-and-so will be going home, and um, among other things, and I have, I have, I write them down, and I put a lock on, the, on my notes, because until the time, remember Jesus also is opening the seal, <laughs> you remember Jesus opening the seal in heaven. So mine, I put a lock on my, 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 my notes. And then and at some point, it, I said, oh, it's time to open it up. Honey, can you see this? Oh, can you all see this? This is what the Lord spoke to me. And it has come to pass exactly as it did. And much of it, much of it comes in through fellowship, through prayer also. And it will impress you. I really do encourage you about your prayer life. Be ready to hear. When you are praying, after praying, when you are walking around, be ready to hear from the Lord. Because he says he'll show you things to come. Look at verse 14. He will glorify me, Jesus saying, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore I say that he will take of mine and declare to you but he is called the spirit of truth. What we need to develop again simply is a trust that whatever God says is the truth. Listen to this then. Because you are still in this flesh, physical body, we must practice to be in his presence so that our hearts may be sensitive to his desires. We must practice to be in his presence so that our hearts may be sensitive to God's desires. And you cannot know what someone's desires until you spend time with them. His word, for sure. You can enter into his God's things without his word and the spirit. So for sure, yes, you spend time in his word. But listen to this. There is that him as a person. You're with, your, with the word open, the Bible open, you're open to him, to hear him as you're praying. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 1 again from the Amplified Version. Hang it up, Let's edify ourselves a little bit praying in the Holy Ghost. Father, thank you for utterance. Thank you. For edification, go ahead and pray in the Holy Ghost. Get that breast at Easter. Ask the devotion, Easter. 
Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, now think about this, what you've just done. We'll go to, to, to that scripture still. But think about this. When a situation is right in front of you, and under your breath you start praying in tongues. I believe this is what happens. You get, uh, think about this like, uh, uh, I, I had that Brother Copeland say some, some years ago, I've heard him say several times uh, when he went to, to work for Dr. Oro Roberts. He saw this man was seen so many miracles by laying hands on people. He says this, I saw this man as a mechanic knowing what tool to use to fix the problem, a mechanical problem. He used his faith, he says, as a tool. Okay? Think, okay, just listen to what I've just said right there. Uh, a mechanic who knows how to use their tool or his tool, will he be guessing as to what tool to use? He will pick up the right tool. Is that so? Is that so? To deal with the situation. Look at this. Praying in tongues, you are reaching out to the very tool you need to fix that issue. The very tool you need, tool here is quote unquote, to fix the issue. And when you start praying in tongues, and can be several different expressions of that. Remember, you've stood and you, you, you forgive, you release forgiveness, and then you start setting your mind on the things of the Spirit. You pray in tongues with your mind on spiritual things, and then you're getting exactly what you need for that moment to deal with that issue. I'll show you a scripture, and then we'll come back to, to Ephesians chapter 1 from the Amplified Bible. Go to Proverbs chapter 20. Uh, look at verse 5. Counsel. Counsel in the heart of man is like deep water. It's like water in a deep well. You have to know how to bring out that, that counsel. Is it there? Come on. Is it there? Look at this. Is the Holy Ghost in you? He's in you. Is he the spirit? Remember what we read last week on Wednesday. Is he the spirit of counsel? Is he the spirit of truth? Is he the spirit? He has everything. He's God. And the Bible says this. He's come to indwell us. That means, listen to this in the statement that I made of Brother Copeland who said about Dr. Orobas. That means this. You have a full toolbox to fix any problem that will ever face. But that is dependent on your ability to draw out the right tool. I thought you were going to come on top of the, your chair and shout and dance because you realize, oh, already got the answer. Praise God. I thought that's what you're going to do on your seat. Esther, I thought that's it. <laughs> you have, look at this. Think about this. Is the Holy Ghost God? 
Is the Holy Ghost God? Does he indwell you? Is he half-minded or he knows everything concerning God? The full counsel of God. Is that so? So look at this. Then it means you are, you are the toolbox does not mean, is not missing anything. It's fully loaded to fix any mechanical problem that will ever face. But counseling the heart of man is like deep water. But a man of understanding draws it out. This is what it means. What lacks is understanding of how to reach out to that tool and bring out the weapon, or the, to reach out to that box, toolbox, and to bring out what you need to fix that situation. And personally, I do this. Haikida, Glostab, Glostobre, Kedibrosta. And I'll just be, I'll be just that, that right there. Lord, I believe I receive. Lord, I believe I receive an answer for this. And sometimes, now I'm teaching you something, then you can be able to get a solution. Sometimes, it will come as a phrase. Sometimes it's just like a thought. Sometimes it's a vision. You know, just a vision of something. Just all of a sudden, <laughs> this is so good. I mean, uh, you have a problem here in front of you, and, and you, you're set to find the solution. And you say, God, thank you for the Holy Spirit inside of me who's guiding me and leading me into all truth in this situation. And you start praying in tongues. What are you believing God for? Counsel is inside of you. It's inside of you. What you need is in the toolbox. And the toolbox is within you. So you, you, you start praying in tongues. And, and sometimes, someone you haven't thought about in a long time, a thought just crosses your mind. And the more you focus, the more the image of that person becomes clear. And you can be, Lord, what about him? You know, now, now you've, you've started a conversation. Lord, what about him? Call him. Lord, what about him? I'll, I'll make arrangements for you to meet with that person. Just, just be, be, in faith, be patient. Lord, what about him? He has what you need. And sometimes you call and the person say, Isn't that amazing? What is amazing? I was thinking about you. Tell me what you are thinking about. What was it about? You know I've been thinking. And you are quiet. I like that divine setup. And they finish. And they say, why don't we do so? Sometimes even you don't have to say, the Lord told me in prayer. I mean, you don't have to. You know he's told you. You know he's leading you. And you have the answer. Tell your neighbor, you are not without help. I'm, I'm telling you the truth, people. I'm telling you that you are not without help. There is nothing that you cannot receive. So you see this. A man of understanding will do what? Draw it out. Let's go now to Ephesians chapter 1. Oh, 
is so good. I hope that is exciting to you. Anyway, you know, I'm not speaking to your head. I'm speaking to your spirit. Your head will get more light. <laughs> but I'm speaking to your spirit, okay? And your head. Your head, say, head, listen to this. Pay, pay, give this close attention. Pay close attention to what he's saying. Okay, look at this um, in verse, verse 17. So wisdom or counsel in the heart of man is what? Like deep water. But a man of understanding will do what? Draw it out. Okay? Now look at this. Verse 17. For I always pray to the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, that he may grant you a spirit of wisdom and revelation. Of insight. Of insight. What do you need? Oh, I'm in a business, I need insight. I am in a marriage, I need an insight concerning this situation. I'm a marriage, you know, in a marriage. In a marriage problem. <laughs> but I need an insight. My children, concerning my children, I need an insight regarding such and such and such a thing. You see that? Okay, I'm in school, I need insight uh, concerning such and such. He says this, he may grant you a spirit of wisdom and revelation of insight into mysteries and secrets in the deep and intimate knowledge of him. Look at this verse, verse 18. By having the eyes of your heart, which the, the, the other one, the, the, the New King James say, by having the eyes, the, the eyes, oh no, not eyes of your understanding, he says this, by having, come on now, I'm really amplified until I'm putting the eyes of your understanding. Okay? The, it says, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Counsel in the heart of man is like deep water. But a man of understanding whose eyes have been flooded with light they know how to reach out to that counsel and use it dealing with the situation that, that is right in front of them. And praying in tongues has a lot to do with that. And another thing is this, meditation has a lot to do with that. Because you get an image of the things that you are desiring by the Spirit. So, so he says, the eyes of your understanding. And the Amplified says, instead of saying the eyes of understanding, the, the Amplified says this. Ah, you know. The Amplified says, by having the eyes of your heart flooded with light. Remember what I was talking about seeing? Your eyes are flooded with light. The eyes of your heart. The core of your existence, the Amplified says this, the core of your existence is, is the eyes of the core of your existence flooded. Oh, let me read it from that other version. It says this. Come on. You know, you look at the scripture from different versions, you get more light. It says this, verse 18, and I pray that the eyes of your heart, the very center and core of your being, cancel in the heart of man what is the heart of man? The spirit of a man. Okay? The heart of man is the spirit of a man. So in the spirit of a man, there is counsel. There is a solution 
for everything that you'll ever face in life right there inside of you. Why is that so? Because, because God is faithful. Do you remember that the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, I think in verse 13, he does not even allow you to be tempted beyond of what you are able to overcome. So you're fully packaged for whatever you're going to face in life. Only if you are walking with him, you know you cannot say that I'm being tempted and you're going away from him. You understand? That's not, that's not what I'm saying. But your pursuit, your desire, your heart is God. And whatever is coming against you is the devil's attack against you. Then God says this, I've already fully equipped you to overcome every test, every temptation, every trial that the enemy will try to bring against you. That's the faithfulness of God. That's the compassion of God. That's the kindness of God. It says that the eyes of your heart, the very center and core of your being, may be lightened. Listen to this. This is what the Holy Spirit does. Flooded with light by the Holy Spirit. Wow. I can see. I can see. I can see. You can be in a situation and say, I can see now. Before then I couldn't, but now I can see. Now, look at this. The situation hasn't changed, but your perspective has changed. The situation hasn't changed outside here, but your perspective has changed. I can see now. I can see now. What do you mean? I I can't just see. What do you mean? I see it. What does that mean? I have the counsel that I needed for this situation. I've been in counseling appointments and I've thought about this scripture. You know, a person tells you something. And they think you're so deep. You're looking at them and say, God, unless you help me. <laughs> you're in that meeting and you're looking at that person. They're telling you. and they, they, they think you have it all made. I mean, you have everything ready. You're just waiting for, for them to finish, to give them the answer. But I'm right there and say, God, Unless you give me any impression, I have no idea of how I'm going to help this person. And then they are going, they are going on. You see, pastor, I say, mm-hmm. I'm seeing by faith. <laughs> and they have finished talking. No sooner had they finished than a thought crossed came right deep from inside of me and said, and I'm thinking, God, you always save me. And you say something. Pastor, do you know I didn't think of that? And I'm thinking, I didn't think about it too. (laughs) It's not not like I'm so smart. I'm depending on him who lives inside of me and (laughs) fix the issue. I've literally seen people leave out the counseling, you know, out of a meeting, you know, have them, and I know they've gotten an answer. And you just pray that they go do exactly that. Because some leave, and they, 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 they think like it was their, I think that was their own thought. I think I'll do it differently. Or, or it works a little bit, and then they come back, it's not working. They left the first principle. They left the thoughts that God had given to them. 
cancer in your heart. It's like deep water. Let me see if I can make some few statements over here then before we pray tonight. What's the time? Hmm, okay. Still early. Tongues are rich. Tongues, yeah? They're rich. They're rich. Speaking tongues. It's a rich language. It's a rich language. Do you, do you know in First Corinthians chapter 13 says, even though, though I speak in tongues of men and tongues of angels, and he says, and I have not loved. This is what it means. We can speak in tongues of men and we can speak in tongues of angels. Is that so? And then he says this. We can speak in tongues of men and tongues of angels. Tongues of men, think about this. Any language on this earth, some of them even extinct, we can still speak them to God. And look at this. They will not be coming out of our minds. Therefore, they are supernatural. And because they are supernatural, they bring forth supernatural results. You see what I'm saying? Supernatural results. You see, if, if you had me, I'm, which, which I've, I've seen that you know, happen, uh, maybe you've heard me say this, let's to pray for, with a certain... A certain, oh, wonderful. I used to think they were mamas, but I realized they were not. I was in my early 20s, mid-20s. They were in their 30s, I think. But I used to think they were really old. Seriously, we call her Mama Wangeshi all through. And, and I was asking her recently, Mama Wangeshi, tell me, how, when were you born? And I realized she was born, I think, uh, 68. I thought, why did I think Mama Wangeshi was such an old woman? I was 24. <laughs> so all through I've known Mama Angeshi. I think she, was, she told me she was born in 1968 but we'll pray with Mama Angeshi. of course from the, 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 the name you can tell she's a Luo Mama Angeshi. oh you're awake okay <laughs> she's a Kikui Mama and then Leah Leah was from Naro the dad was a a, a Masai, and the mothers, a Kikuyu. So Leah could speak Kikuyu, and she could speak Masai. So I remember I used to pray there at Serena, outside they call it at Central Square, around in the evening under a tree, and we are just, oh my goodness. Can you imagine vehicles are passing, people are passing over there, and we couldn't pay attention. We're just in the spirit. Hingira, bro, stay kester, bro, stay kester. The simplicity of prayer. Called, even during such a time. And we'll pray until 7.38. <laughs> Seriously. And when you're crossing, going down to Kencom and going down those sides to get our matters, we are so full. Sometimes I'll be so tired, but at the time I'm leaving, I feel, oh God, you help me. And then so, so Mama Angeshi will start praying. And several times it happened. Then you hear her, you know, the kind of tongues like in Kimasa. <laughs> and she'll go on and on and on and on. And, and Leah is quiet. And then you hear Leah now. Leah for her is natural. She, speak, she spoke Masai and she'll start interpreting. Oh, wow. That's, that's God. 
And my mom just told me, actually, she went also to pray for a certain Maasai family. One of the senior people used to be, and their house was being, their property was being uh, uh, auctioned during the time of uh, President Moy. And then she went there, she had been called to go and pray, and immediately she got into praying tongues, and she spoke in Maasai. And it all went quiet. She prayed in tongues. And then a certain man asked, say, so you speak Maasai? You know, I think they're coming to her to speak to her. And Maasai said, no, I don't. He said, but don't you know what you said? I don't remember word for word, but in essence, everything will be okay. This whole situation has been taken care of. It's okay. It's okay. And she spoke in Maasai. And President Moy, the former president then, came in and uh, helped that, that man out and his property was not auctioned. That was a tongue of men. A Maasai to a Maasai is natural. Heros, over. Eva. You know, that, that's, that's so natural. But if you are, you, you, here I am, I don't speak Maasai. I start speaking that tongue by the Spirit. It's supernatural. What does it mean? It has supernatural results. Why? It's being orchestrated by the Holy Ghost. Don't ever underestimate the power of tongues. It's rich. Tongues are rich. And the expressions, let me, let me say, let me say as made a statement here. The, the expressions are not limited to your natural language or knowledge. If it's, in, if it's, by, if, if it's by the Spirit and it's only hingido, stekido, lakido, stoboke, I mean, and it's by the Holy Ghost. You who speak like a certain language, you think like, that is what is the kido, possible, I mean, anything. Mm. You see, your language actually, be it English, be it your mother tongue, be it all the languages you have in Kenya, all of them combined, they're shallow. They're shallow. Why? We are dealing with the mysteries of the kingdom of God. The depth, the height, the breadth, and the length of the love of God has no limitation whatsoever. Immeasurable, unlimited, surpassing greatness of our God. What language do you have to express His will? Why should the enemy try to undermine your supernatural language? Because he knows the power behind it. So he knows he can stop from that he can stop that power from operating through you if he can deceive you with a lie, not trusting the supernatural language. The big part here. The big part for us to play is you. We walk in love. We forgive. We release people. Whenever we stand praying, forgive. What does it mean? It gives an, a flow of these supernatural expressions through us in answering questions that probably could take hundreds and hundreds of years or for us to ever go through that path. But we can enter into it, that path supernaturally by praying in the Holy Ghost. Hekeda brostaista badaya. Holy, hallelujah. Woo! Oh, that's exciting. Thank you, Lord. 
Are your holy emotions being stirred up? Oh, in a moment we'll pray. I like uh, uh, Can I read your testimony? Uh, she, she, she sent me. Does any one of you was here last time, last Wednesday? Oh, you are? Okay. Uh, she says, back 10 years ago, I injured my left shoulder in a gym. I went to see a doctor and I was referred to a therapist. I had 10 sessions of deep heating. It felt better but not completely healed. Doctor told, told me to use deep heating or ointment whenever it hurts. As of this year, it started to ache deep inside. I could not touch exactly, I could not touch exactly where it was hurting, so I, I, I can apply the ointment. However, it was aching. I've ever been in such a place. You don't know where it is. I began confessing healing scriptures, 1 Peter 2.24, but the pain was not going away. And I've never failed to receive healing, but this time it was different. I had a conversation with the Lord. I told him, I have done all I know how to kindly show me where I'm going wrong. As I waited for the answer, I began confessing Ephesians 1.17. You are spiritual, mama. <laughs> Ephesians 1.17. Start confessing it for the spirit of wisdom and revelation. That the God of our Lord, my Lord Jesus Christ may give to me the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him concerning my shoulder. Lord, concerning my shoulder. It means you can say, concerning my hair, Lord. Oh. I said, concerning my hair, Lord, will not fall off. I just, I say, it's me. And if there's anything that needs to come back, it will come back. <laughs> That's my confession. I've done it over the years. On Wednesday, 16th of June, last Sunday, Wednesday, the Lord arranged my day in such a way that there was no way I was, going to, I was going to miss Wednesday prayer meeting. I had the small, still voice say to me, I'll read it on Sunday so that people can come for prayer. Is there a reason or that, cannot, that you cannot go to prayer meeting today? I paused for a moment and said, I know that voice, so I replied, no, Lord, I will go. Let me pause there a bit and say, I have not been putting effort to go for Wednesday prayer meetings. That's big mistake or disobedience, especially because I did not have a reason not to. A good reason, a good reason acceptable to God. That Wednesday after prayers, Pastor Davis, by the action of the Holy Spirit, asked, does anyone have pain on their shoulder? Coincidence? I don't think so. That was me. He prayed for me and was instantly healed. And the amazing thing was this. I remember, I think you're seated where Samuel is seated. I think so. I stood here. And I said, and Father, and then I had a grip in my, my spirit right there, and I, I couldn't speak again in English. I had a clay blow, stakeed, bro, stake, stove, bro, here, and then right over there, and I said, oh yeah, I saw that area over here, the upper back, and I said, that's it, you're healed. Fine, praise God. In times. It was amazing how this has happened. I think I was praying for her in a certain situation yesterday, and I prayed. I started praying with understanding, and I couldn't. That came right deep in, again, and I prayed in tongues all through and said, Amen. It's done. <laughs> it's done. Listen, because you do not understand it does not mean that it does not exist. Don't go looking for, to understand everything. Be obedient. That's it. 
So she says, so the other ones is to encourage people to come for prayer. That one, I will read it, and then I'll repeat it probably on Sunday. It's about coming for prayer on Wednesday. That's a good testimony. Praise God. Let me finish with this as we pray. Man's language is limited. But tongues are rich. With the sounds, ha and deep expressions of the will of God. Tongues are rich. Man's language is limited. But tongues are rich with the sounds and deep expressions of the will of God. Let not your head talk you out of the expressions of the Holy Spirit. Let me read a scripture to, to see if I can put scripture concerning that, what I've just said there. Uh, Romans 8, 26. Oh, I've been getting some light concerning time. I'm so excited, and I'm telling you, Romans 8 uh, is so powerful to think in those terms. Listen to this. You've, met, you've written the statement here about tongues are rich. Okay? Now look at this. Verse 26 says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. What is the weakness? We do not know what you should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself makes intercession for us, listen to this, with groanings which cannot be uttered. Those are expressions. What does the Amplifier say? In the same way, the Spirit comes to us and helps us in our weaknesses. We do not know what prayer to offer or how to offer it as we should. That's a weakness right there. As we should. All right? But now the Holy Spirit has come to help us. That's a weakness. But the Spirit himself knows our need and at the right time, counsel. In the heart of man. It's like deep water. So the tool you need at that time. I'm almost choking. <laughs> the tool you need at that time. Intercedes on our behalf with the sighs. Those are expressions. And groanings too deep for words. You don't have even a language for them. They're too deep for words. Because I don't know the words, then I will, I will yield my tongue. I will yield my heart. I will yield this vessel to the Holy Spirit so that he can express the perfect will of the Father through me. It can be for the nation. It can be for the, the peace of Jerusalem or the Jewish it can be for the saints. It can be for a family member that I'm not aware of. But he knows. Why? It's a rich language. Okay, let's go to the next one. Oh no. Uh, that will take another time. <laughs> oh yeah, let's see verse 27. Go ahead. And he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the spirit is. He, there, capital H, is God the Father. 
who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is because the Spirit intercedes before God on behalf of God's people in accordance with God's will. The expressions may not make sense. The groanings may not make sense. The sighs may not make sense. But God says this, this is according to my will. And his expressions are supernatural. We can't make them happen, but we can yield ourselves for them to happen. But those expressions, they have supernatural results. Why? It's the right tool to fix the issue. I'll make that statement again, and then Ah, I've been saying, then we pray. It's 10 to, it's 10 to, I think I'm getting excited. Man's language is limited, but tongues are rich with, th- with, with thumbs, with sounds, and deep uh, expressions of the will of God. A lot of times, praying in the Spirit will guide you into a prayer that you need to pray. A lot of times, Praying in the Spirit will guide you into the prayer that you need to pray. You may start there and you, you have no idea what it is. And you say, God, I just don't know what, you, what your will is. I just don't know what your will in this situation. But Lord, I yield to you. I yield to you as I pray in the Holy Ghost. I yield to you, Father, that you help me. You help me. And then that the Holy Ghost will start leading you into that prayer that you need to pray. Praise God. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost and I did our assignment. Now it's better. <laughs> did you get something out of it? Did it stir up your whole emotions? It does. That's, oh, Just stand up on your feet. Let's, let, let's believe God for our tonight. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, I really do appreciate you coming. I really do. Thank you for coming. Let's lift our hands and just as we yield, as we yield to Him. Oh, Father, how grateful we are for the help of the Holy Spirit in showing us, Father, Your will, in leading us and guiding us into all truth. So, Father, tonight I know the expressions of the Holy Spirit. As you've commanded us to pray for our nation. In 1 Peter chapter 2, and the, all those in authority, pray for the, all the kings and all those in authority that you may lead a quiet life. Thank you for President Uhuru and his government. Father, you pray, you've asked us to, you've commanded us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Thank you for the expressions of the Holy Spirit concerning that. Father, you've asked us, you, you've commanded us to pray for all the saints. Holy Spirit of God, and every need as you do this, I know, as you do this, I know there are needs here that shall be met. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Father. Your fresh fire. Fire of the Holy Ghost. Fire that will burn 
within us and through us and that will have eternal effects to those around us to the glory of your name Father thank you for the fire of your spirit for the fire of your spirit for the utterance of your spirit Thank you for a revival of prayer. A revival of prayer in this house. A revival of prayer in this, in this church. For the fire, fire burning in the hearts of people in this church. To pray, to honestly pray. To enjoy prayer. To see your purposes in prayer. Thank you, Lord, for the fire of the Holy Spirit in this church. Anyone who has something to pray, please just you got some impressions of the Holy Spirit and just I want to pray this. Anyone, please. Can you have something? Okay, all right. Hallelujah. For I sense this. I saw in my eyes faintly fire. I kept seeing fire. And I believe this as if we agree tonight. We believe we've received every utterance that you have made by faith. But that there is coming, and we say this is the time, that there shall be a revival in prayer. That everyone that call, God has called into this church shall be fired up within them. And the prayer, they will breathe prayer. Breathe in and out, in and out. They'll walk through praying and, 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 and doing the will of God and, and doing nothing without prayer. Father, we prophesy this of a victory faith church. For there comes and we say this is the time for that prayer revival that people's children, our children, our youth, 
men and women, families that you've called into this place, shall burn with the fire of God through prayer. Thank you for a revival. We proclaim it and prophesy. And being a part of the body of Christ in this nation, we prophesy this over our nation. The revival coming in of prayer, of expressions of the Holy Spirit, not religion, but expressions of the Holy Spirit flooding our nation flooding this church, the church in this nation. We proclaim, we prophesy in the name of Jesus that our children, our youths, men, women in this nation, in the, in the church, in this nation shall pray out your will and shall release the expressions of the Holy Spirit to do your will in this nation. Father, thank you. We prophesy. We receive it. Let's say it. We receive it. We receive it in the name of Jesus. We receive it over Victory Faith Church. We receive it over our nation. In the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Father. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, haste pro seke sta yaste pro shadiki sara da bastori dekida. Haste pro seke sta kikidaste desa roda biada bastere. A kaste bo seke sta ki keda prasta kaste pro seke da kista kadi abadastere. A haste bo seke sta ki. Hallelujah. What prayer does will cause the holy scriptures to become alive in people's hearts. And when the gospel is proclaimed, be teachings, be preaching, there'll be more light coming. There'll be more fire coming. And the hearts of people will receive more as good soil receiving the depth of the word of God into their hearts. So Father, thank you again for this. In Jesus' name.